Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Man, one more time. Steve Harvey got a radio show. Yeah, I do, man. I thank God for it every day. You know, um, my message this morning, man, is real clear. Uh, it's something that's been on me to uh, share. And um, it, it's it's amazing, you know, um, God can do some amazing things for you. But what happens along the way is, and I, and, I, and I don't know that I mean to say but, but the fact that God can do some amazing things for you, there comes adversity along with it. Every single time. It, 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 it just goes without saying. And I've, uh, I was having a... a, a a fairly, I mean, well, not fairly, but a hugely successful week. I had never seen this type of hatred uh, before. I, I hadn't seen it. And it was, it's a great trick that the devil does, you know. When, when God is blessing you and giving you some, uh, some, some great opportunities in your life, as all of you have gone through, and it is, isn't it amazing how some negative thing crops up, and that's what you have to Focus on. I, I found out that I don't have to, but you wind up focusing on it, and your energy goes over to that to try to deal with it, counteract, wonder why it was happening. You got to make phone calls. What was this about? Blah 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 blah. And and it and it and it 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 throws you off the course you are on. The beginning of the week, I was so grateful. I was so amazed. I was really thanking God for opportunity for this brief moment. 
the enemy slides this this little factor in there that causes you to, and it requires your attention. You have to pay it attention because you don't know. You're going, wow, man, let, let me see what this could really be. How how much dirt is this really that they're trying to do? And so it requires your attention. But in that attention, you lose your focus on really all the blessings and the good thing that God does for you. The, the enemy has an amazing trick that he does that. And it was and it was in my head, I got to tell y'all, all week long, man. And I was doing some amazing stuff. I was having such a blessed week, man, in terms of press and PR and where God was taking me. And then when I got back, I was talking with my wife. And then I was talking to a good friend of ours. And they shared something that really helped me out. And they said to me, new level new devil. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's something really simple. But new level, new devil. Every time you go to another level, every time you go a little bit higher, every time God has a blessing in store for you, every time he moves you in position, do you understand that the enemy's job is to make you not see the blessing? Make you not be grateful for it. Lose your focus and focus on this that I just threw in your way. This stumbling block, this obstacle, this trickery. And man, I was, I was, I got, I just got to tell you, man. I mean, I, it, it was so filled with hatred that I had to, I really spent some time addressing it. I, you know, I got publicists on the phone. I said, what's, what's happening here? Y'all not watching this? Y'all not, what, what was, what was this attack? You knew, you didn't know these angles? What, what was, and, and you know. Steve, chill. New level, new devil. If you get a promotion on your job, guess what? Somebody ain't happy that you got the promotion. So here come the hate. You don't even, you don't even really know these people. You, you have no idea. Every time you make a decision to make your relationship with your spouse better, Man, this is it. You know what I'm going to start doing? I'm going to do this, man, so me and my girl can go on and have this, or me and my man can go on and have this. Watch what happens. Every single time, here comes the new level, <laughs> the new devil, the trick. You don't need to do that. What you doing that for her? She don't appreciate it. He ain't going to appreciate it. Look over here, man. Look at that right there. Ain't he nothing? You know, he missed. He didn't call you, and he said it was going to. All types of stuff. It just happens all the time. And I was sitting here talking with this friend, really good friend, very spiritual person. And they said, uh, you know something, Steve? You know, I was talking to Jesus and said, I was having this conversation with Christ. And I said, God, for real? You mean to tell me every time that something good happens to me? You mean every time I try to go to the next level, every time you put me on the next level, you mean to tell me that I got to go through this right here? Are you for real? <laughs> and then my friend said, Jesus said to her, they did it to me. <laughs> and we just fell out laughing. They did it to me. They did it to him. They did it to him. For him to go to the next level. And, you know, I was just some, I, I was just going over the whole story about the crucifixion and everything. That had to be amazing, man. Of all the hate he had endured, all the prosecuting he had endured, they thought ultimately what we'll do is 
we'll nail him on a cross and crucify him, and that'll be the end of him. And we'll put him in this tomb, and we'll put this big stone up there, and that'll be the end of him. But what they did not know was all you was doing was setting the tone for the next level because eventually the stone got rolled away, and he went and got placed with his father, where he was headed to anyway. He ultimately knew that his ultimate goal was to get to his father. So when you, when, you, when you thought you were doing what you were doing to him and you put him in the tomb and you put the big stone up in there and the stone got, rose, got rolled away and he went eventually to where he was trying to get to, that story is in place for all of us to remember that when we are going through some things, could it be because we are going to a place? You know, it could be just a place in life. It could be just a, 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 a different level in life. That's all it has to be. But there's going to be the adversarial challenges that come with it. And those are the moments we must expect, expect and take them head on and still not lose your focus or appreciation for what God has done for you. So in light of all of that, I'm able to say today that I thank my Heavenly Father. I really do for all the blessings he's bestowed upon me and all of the haters and all of the liars and all of the backstabbers and all those people. When you get through lying, when you get through stabbing, when you get through gossiping and doing what you do, I'm still going to the next level. I'm still going. You cannot stop what God is has in store for you. No one can stop that. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. And everything we do this morning going to be on and cracking. You know what I'm saying? Everything. <laughs> I mean everything. Yes, everything we do is going to be wonderful today. Those are all the voices I know how to do. I've done them all to say good morning and welcome to the ride, y'all. Steve Harvey Morning Show, Shirley Strawberry. Hey, Steve, you sure there aren't more? Uh, it probably is. <laughs> never mind, was, never I, mind. You know, I did them. I just improv it, so I just decided to move on. I ain't even want to do that. Carla Pharrell. Let me say, welcome back. <laughs> good morning. What's up, crew? Thank you. Welcome, girl. Yeah. Uh-huh. Back what? Too. Let's go. What's up, Junior? Morning, everybody. Morning, Unc. Welcome back. Carla Ferreira. Thank you, Junior. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. hey that's hey. it, Steve. Yeah, that's it. That's it that's for it. today. Oh, this <laughs> yeah, is my this last lineup. day in Cairo, Egypt. I'll uh, be leaving yeah. today. All praises to my Heavenly Father. You know what, man? Sometimes, man, that. I just go, Steve, sometimes I really have to. I was in a meeting, right? In mm-hmm. Cairo, and I'm sitting at the head of the table with this head of this institution, the king or something. Uh, you know, I can't say just his head yeah. of this institution, and everybody was going around the table introducing themselves. And the guy uh-huh. said, "And would you please state, because you know, Egypt is on the continent of Africa. Africa right. really, really pushes education, man. It is not." Mm-hmm what we've been taught this continent is. And so everybody was going around the table listing their education. 
There were so many Nigerians there and Kenyans there and people from South Africa. They were all around the table. Several of them had gotten educated at Cornell, Harvard, NYU, mm-hmm. and come mm-hmm. back home mm-hmm. to bring their talents back to the continent. It was impressive, man. They were going around the table and everybody was naming their names and their education. It got to my side over here and all my team, Mo House and, you know, law degrees and, and you know, biochemists and all this here. Everybody, I was last. I'm the only one <laughs> in the on. meeting. Ain't here got go. no damn degree on anything. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not a all. piece of paper. <laughs> I said all. Ladies and gentlemen, one and only. Glenville High School. Wait. You introduced yourself. <laughs> I love it. Come on. Said, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, Big up your the thigh. one and only. Uh-huh. Glenville High School. <laughs> <laughs> one of the greatest entertainers of all time. Yes. Steve Harvey. That yes, whole damn Steve. table erupted. Voted most difficult. Dog, I let them have it. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't got no degree. <laughs> Great intro, Steve. We love you for it. Uh, coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, Chief Love Officer is here. He's been here all week uh, just blessing us with his great answers to these relationship questions. We'll have your questions coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, Chief Love Officer in the building. If you have some questions for Steve, CLO, uh, go to Steve Harvey FM and submit your questions. Steve, here we go. This one is from Lorette in Memphis. Lorette says, my daughters want me to start dating again. I've been a widow for five years, and I guess it wouldn't hurt if a man friend, uh, if I had a man friend to hang out, but uh, I'm saved, and I will not be having sex. When I meet men, should I tell them this up front? Chief Love Officer, what say you? Well, first of all, let's just be honest. You said if you had a male friend uh-huh. to hang out you with. are saved and you won't be having sex. Should I tell them that up front? First of all, let's just accomplish first things first. You don't have anyone you're dating. Your daughters want you to start dating again because you're a widower. So why don't you start the dating process first? Ain't nobody asked you for no sex. <laughs> that ain't even the issue right now. She knows it's, Yeah, okay, I understand that. You, but you're anticipating a problem that you don't have. So in anticipation of the problem, you will then attract the problem. Mm-hmm. But since you Uh-oh. saved. Okay. Come uh-huh. on now. But see, since you mm-hmm. saved and you waiting on God to send you the man, he could send you just the right man. Amen to that. Because you have sex before you marry, ain't going to make you the worst person in the world, and you sure ain't going to be the first. You are human. Uh, People mm-hmm. want to overlook that fact. You are human. You are subject to air. Now, I appreciate you wanting to hold on to your values and your virtue, and as you should. But don't beat yourself up when you do make a mistake. You got that right. I mean, Steve, I hear what you're saying, and God is a forgiving God. I, I got you. When, when, and I'm not I saying she's wrong mm-hmm. in anything she's saying mm-hmm. at all. 
She mm-hmm. has every right mm-hmm. to want to do what I want. But Her don't feelings. Uh-huh. right. But don't mm-hmm. attract a problem that don't exist yet. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I like that. The law of attraction yeah. is work. It's at work. Mm-hmm. All okay. All right, Lorette in Memphis. I hope you took that advice. Uh, Pat in Charlotte says, Steve, my husband and I will be married for five years in May, and I am the breadwinner now. I make a lot more money than my husband, and I'm afraid it will be a problem in due time. How can I keep my marriage on good terms despite this? Good question right there. Now, is she saying her husband isn't working, or she just makes considerably more She's saying she's the breadwinner now, which makes it kind of implies that uh, he's not working. And then she says, I make a lot more money than my husband. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of ambiguous the way she put it. Anything big. Yeah. Probably, okay, yeah. I've probably given this answer a hundred times on this show, but it mm-hmm. bears repeating because it's the answer to the same question. There are women who make more money than their husband. And how do you keep that from being a problem? This is what a financial planner told me. His name is Roger Saltis from Sandmar Financial in Chicago. He said, this is how you handle that situation. You have to have four bank accounts minimum if you are in a relationship with another person that's committed. If you're in a very committed relationship, that should be four bank accounts. So here's what you do. You, the breadwinner, take your check and allow him, the breadwinner of whatever level he's at, take his check. You all put that money in a joint account. That joint account pays all household necessities and deals car notes, electric, gas, groceries, the things that have to be paid to maintain life, food, shelter, clothing. Then then you need to have one savings account where you all agree that that joint money that you all have melted together so it doesn't always have to make him feel bad because he don't have the same as you, Put agreed that we're going to save X percentage of money or X amount of dollars and you put it into a joint savings that cannot be touched without two signatures. So you and him have to sign to move the money. That's the second account. The third and fourth account that you both need are individual accounts. You allot and you allot a allowance to each party that they control those accounts themselves. Now, nothing in the law says that those individual accounts have to be equal. My wife's account, my wife's individual account is bigger than my account. Why? Because it takes more for her to be a woman than it takes for me to be a man. It just do. The cost of their clothing is more, hair care, nails, spa treatments, all that stuff costs way more than a man's day to day. All I need is cigars and some golf clothes. But a woman going to need all that other stuff. And so I'm not saying it has to be equal amount. So she decides what her allotment is, and they both decide what his allotment is. Those monies from the joint account get sent out to those individual accounts. Everybody gets to keep their individuality, and everybody has a sense of dignity because they feel as though they've made equal contributions. If you, if you okay. don't want to wow. do that system right there, you will struggle. And he was 100% All right, Steve. correct. Next question. Baby. That's for Pat and Charlotte. Here's uh, Jessica in Philly, Steve. We have uh-huh. um, this question. It says, Uncle Steve, why do the littlest guys have the most confidence? Dang Uncle it, Steve, why here. do the littlest guys what? have the most confidence? Let me ask you this question. 
why are the littlest guys always bodybuilders? You very rarely see a professional bodybuilder over no six body feet because we ain't got nothing to prove. And now that Tommy's at work, Tommy, why yes. is it that what, the littlest what? people seem to have the most confidence? The fact that Junior and I can admit that we're not attractive men and you constantly keep telling people how pretty you are. Tommy, yes, why you do. is that? Um, yeah, y'all ugly. Hold but on, I'm, hold on. He didn't I'm, hear that because he yeah, got to get up to the mic. Hold on. I heard it. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> we got to come back, though. We got to come back. Uh, <laughs> this is too good. Um, <laughs> Talk about good time. Nephew, nephew yeah. Tommy's run that prank Shut is up, coming Tommy. up after this, and then we'll we'll uh, revisit this question right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, we have some entertainment news. Spike Lee is not going uh, to any more Knicks games. Plus, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news. <laughs> hey, man, I, I got we, to story. Don't nobody kill. We got Tommy standing by with today's prank. But you wanted to finish uh, your uh, chief love officer question. It was from Jessica yeah. in Philly. She said, Uncle Steve, why do the, the littlest guys have officer. the most confidence? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our ugly ass wants to know. And so Why do y'all call yourself ugly? Why do you do that? I'm I, confident in anything that I do. But why are y'all not confident to not be ugly? Why are y'all that? Because we tall enough to look and see ourselves in the mirror. <laughs> I can see and myself in the mirror, and what? I'm not ugly. I'm not ugly. I'm not going to be... your ass up there and look in that mirror, you might find out that your ass is unattractive, too. I'm not unattractive. You all might say that y'all are unattractive. And you do that, you condemn yourselves. But I am not ugly. What? I'm not unattractive. I am smart, I am kind, and I am important. Peculiar is <laughs> right over there with ugly. <laughs> say Can you important? <laughs> peculiar is right over there with ugly. Yeah. Peculiar? If you look peculiar, Tommy, that's the same thing as ugly. Junior, this is the first time Junior ever used peculiar. He ain't never been, he okay, ain't never said about peculiar. strange. Now, I've told you you look strange. What? Tommy is the same person that challenged Deion Sanders to a foot race and lost. Tommy is the same person that thinks he's attractive. Tommy is the same person that challenged Junior to a foot race and lost. Ask the ladies. Am I not attractive, ladies? Am I not attractive? Here we go. You're you're cute. You're cute, Tommy. Carla. (laughs) You're all right. Carla. I'm all right. Carla. You all right. Yeah. All, no, 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 all dude, right don't, don't, is a word you say call, to unattractive people. Call it on do this. Call it do not do this. Yeah, call it on do not do this. That is. That's in the unattractive arsenal. It is. It's right over there. When peculiar. All right. Peculiar. You all right. Strange. Damn. You know, he good people. Yeah. He good people. All right, oh. look. He good people. We got to get one to Tommy. More. He got nice what? personality, though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> great spirit! Come on, come on, Tommy, run that prank and back. The girl, what you got? Okay. The, the, the prank is relationship departure. Okay, that's what we're running back. But I'm not gonna sit here and be ugly for you. I will not do it. I will not fall into your go. trap. I am sexy. I am kind, and I am important. <laughs> this is relationship departure. This is relationship Anybody recently <laughs> told you you was fine. Anybody. Get to the prank. <laughs> relationship <laughs> departure. Come on, cat. Hello? Hey, Brian. Hey, baby. Yeah, what's up? 
I was um, I was calling to tell you, <sighs> baby. Look, I just I, I just can't do I this got anymore. It. I got it. Huh? What? What? Where hello. You, Oh, hello, Brian. Hey, Brian. Hey, this is Greg. I know, I know you was just talking to Val, but this is this is Greg talking to you. It's Brian. Greg, right? who? Greg, who? Yeah, this is Brian. Greg, I was just talking to my wife. Uh, did you put her back on the phone? Uh, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be able to do that. So, why, hey, why can't you do that, man? Hey, let me explain something to you. Uh, explain. All right, there's some things you know. Long conversations about this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How you know my wife on a first-name basis like that, man? How you? Who are you? Like I said, man, my name is Greg. Uh, okay. Uh, at the airport. Okay. At what, airport? At, 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 which airport? Why are you, what, what are you at the airport with my wife for? Hey, let me... What, what, hey, what, hey, 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 dog. All of this is complicated, okay? It's real... Yeah, it is. Yeah, make it simple for me. Okay. So, what I want to explain to you... What I, let me explain to you, man. What? We've had a lot of long conversations about this. It's something that she's... What? When? When was this? Why are you at the airport with my wife? is with me. And Why? is leaving with me. Okay? What? what leaving? And y'all, what do you mean leaving? Leaving me? Oh, but, hell no. Put her on the phone. Hey, I don't even want to talk to you, man. Put her on the phone. Put her on the phone, man. Look, you need to put her on the phone right now. Leaving. I don't believe that, man. I want to hear her say that. You want to talk to her? I don't hear you saying. Yeah, let, yeah, let me talk to my wife, man, because you, 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 you're about baby. to make it. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what's up? What's this dude talking calm about? Calm down, sweetie. Calm, yeah, yeah, calm well, down. I've been for trying that, to tell yeah. you this for a while. See, you think everything's okay, but it hasn't been okay. <laughs> Why are you telling me this over the phone? Why can't you just come home and tell me this to my face, babe? Why can't you just tell me this to my face? Hey, 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 bro. Come on, man. No, man. Why are you on, man? I'm just talking to my wife. Hey, 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 bro. I know this is painful, man. No, you don't know. You don't know nothing. Hey, brother, I know this is. Okay. Can't believe Just put my wife on the phone, please. Please, if you if you got any ounce of a man in you, just put my wife back on the phone. All right, all right, all right bro. Let me let me let me say. Let me, let me can I say something to you, man? What you got to say, man? What you unless it's, it's less my wife on the phone, but you ain't got nothing I, to tell I'm a, me. I'm gonna put her on in a second, but let me say this to you, man. Say, say it, man, and wrap it up, all right? Because I need to talk to my wife. I just want you to know this, Brian. This is let me know something. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tommy. M- Got me to prank phone call you. you what you? Hold on. So, so okay. If you prank me, what's up with the airport stuff in the back then? Y'all at the airport? No, bro. Your oh. wife is here at the studio, man. Ain't nothing happening, man. Your wife. Hold on. I'm gonna let you talk man. to her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You all right? First of oh, all, are you all right? Man, uh. <laughs> oh man, uh, it was about to be a murder scene, man. <laughs> Look at me oh. now. Now, now who's the big okay. prankster, huh? <laughs> I got you. Finally. You could have been a little bit more subtle than this. I mean, you and your brother, you think y'all the only ones can prank people. He like said you and your brother be pranking all the time, man. Boy, man, it's, it's light stuff, though. I ain't gonna... Girl, <laughs> you ain't. Oh, oh, happy birthday, baby. 
<laughs> oh, you got a birthday oh, coming up? <laughs> Happy birthday, Brian. This, this, yeah, man. We can great gifts. Great <laughs> gifts, man. <laughs> Let me talk to my wife, man. All right, yeah. I, I, got, I ain't got nothing to do with your wife. Hold on. Please. You got me, all right? Don't, don't. You ain't got to go this far, all right? You ain't got to go this far every time. It's supposed to be funny. I did feel a little bad when you kind of started tearing up, but I'm glad to know you fight for me like that. Uh-oh. Yeah. Fight? It was going to be some fights. It wasn't going to be a fight. Oh, girl, just, hey, bring your black home. I'm coming, baby. Don't I'm even coming. stop at red light. You just take don't stop track. at red light. <laughs> was, that, was that a sexy prank? Was that a sexy All right, listen, we got to go. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. (laughs) Am I sexy or not, Shirley? You You all right. What what part? You don't understand. She said you all right. That's cold for damn quit asking me. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Steve, you wanted to hear this story still trending in sports news. It's no secret that Spike Lee is a diehard Knicks fan. We all know that. In fact, he pays $300,000 a year for courtside seats to the games. However, a recent incident at Madison Square Garden has him vowing not to return for the rest of the season. Now, Spike showed up for the team's match against the Houston Rockets. Now, according to them, according to him, he used the same entrance he's used for over 20 years, and then he he got stopped by security. According to, um, (laughs) this is crazy. According to them, it was the employee entrance, and he couldn't use it. They wanted him to go out and use the VIP entrance. He refused for two reasons. One, because he'd already had his ticket scanned, and two, because he knew they wouldn't let him in again. Also, he questioned the new policy and told the guards, you want to arrest me like Charles Oakley? While it was originally reported that Spike and team owner James Dolan had kissed and made up, uh, he disputed that claim on ESPN's first take. In fact, when he asked Dolan why he hadn't been notified about the change, Dolan said, much to Spike's chagrin, now you know. Spike said he is done going to Knicks games for that reason and for the season. They've lost a great fan. Yes, they have. Beloved fan. Yeah. Yeah. Why can't they fix this? Why won't they fix this? Matter of fact, the the Knicks ain't worthy of spite. (laughs) What you say, Junior? The Knicks are no. (laughs) It's it's the owner, guys. This is the guy that had Charles Oakley thrown out publicly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He don't care how he embarrassed black people. He's not a good owner. He doesn't know basketball. He's a billionaire with money to play with, and he's playing with an NBA franchise. He doesn't. He doesn't have people skills. He he always does this type of stuff. He is a complete narcissist. We have a prime mm-hmm. example of that. We've been dealing with for four years. He doesn't know how. He's not a people person. This is a spoiled rich boy that just wants his way all the time. Why why crap on the man like that? Spike ain't doing nothing crazy. Spike been going through that interest for 20 years, man. 20 years. They got a new policy, nah. but now he can't go back out because his ticket been scanned already. Just let the $300,000 a year? <laughs> it's Spike. He at every game. Y'all yes. tripping, man. He is. Yeah, that, yeah. that's, that's so disrespectful. I'd heard that because I was just because they were saying, yeah, 
and they were also saying too that the the other celebrities that come and watch the Knicks, they go in that VIP entrance. So they wanted Spike mm-hmm. to go in that way. Well, dang That's Spike no Lee. He's y'all number one That's fan. No what difference does it make? That's no problem. Right. He's been going through the same employee entrance for years. Now when the right. policy got changed and they didn't tell Spike, they had scanned his ticket. One thing yeah. about black people, we know <laughs> We better not go back out there. We know how it works. That's right, Steve. That's right. That's right. I'm telling you, man, we know. Well, you done scam a ticket, man. Y'all just let me through. They hassled him. That was crazy, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's It's the owner, man. That's not a good image. And the owner could have straightened this whole thing out. Mm -hmm. A diehard Nick fan when the Knicks ain't won in God knows who. That's right, Mm -hmm. huh? Matter of fact, Spike, don't worry about it. The Knicks record, they not worthy of your presence. Mike gonna you slide over to Brooklyn, nothing. watch. Mm-hmm. He gonna slide right over to Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn there you go. Yeah. No. Oh, he said he wouldn't. No, I'm here, Nick. All right, time for today's headline, Steve. Hang in there, Spike. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you, everybody. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Okay, authorities say that there are now 150 coronavirus cases in the United States, with California listing 53 confirmed cases, one death, sadly. So now Governor Gavin Newsom has declared an official state of emergency out there. There are 11 deaths uh, with 11 with 10 in Washington state alone. New Jersey has its first case of the coronavirus. It's a 32-year-old Fort Lee man. His health information is on the way to the CDC for final confirmation because he's like a presumptive uh, person who they who they presume, in other words, has the virus, but they have to get it, you know, officially st- said. And they, oh yeah, this does this is corona. He's hospitalized in, in New Jersey, and there are 11 cases in New York, all linked to the same New Rochelle attorney recently back from Miami. Later today, the Senate will join the House in calling for eight billion with a B dollars to be used to fight the virus, not just here, but even around the world. President Trump is expected to sign that big money measure. The top execs of some of the nation's major airlines, meanwhile, saying that they have beefed up ways to better disinfect their planes. In the wake of the coronavirus problem, American, JetBlue, United, and Southwest say they're in danger of losing money if more travelers decide not to engage in any overseas travel right now. European tourism has also dropped off, and in two ways. First, the Chinese stopped traveling. Hotel cancellation rates have reached 90% in some parts of Italy. Major concerts, sporting events, cultural events all being canceled in France and other countries. In fact, uh, the French officials have imposed a ban on all gatherings in France of more than 5,000 people in confined spaces. So they're treating this real seriously, and they should. Almost two dozen people still reported missing in Tennessee after a tornado ripped through Nashville, that area, on Tuesday. On the political scene with Michael Bloomberg out of the Democratic presidential primary race and Elizabeth Warren assessing her options, the focus is now pretty much on Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders and on the next week's voting, Missouri, Mississippi, Washington State, also Michigan, where Bernie Sanders seems to be already laying out his plan of attack. I think some of the issues that the people of Michigan are concerned about are trade, and they were devastated by trade agreements like NAFTA and PNTR with China, trade agreements which I vigorously opposed, uh, which Joe Biden supported. And that is certainly one of the issues that I will be uh, talking about uh, in terms of uh, Michigan. Bernie Sanders beat Hillary Clinton in Michigan in 2016, but Donald Trump just barely won that state in the general election. One more thing, uh, because of Joe Biden's super strong performance in Super Tuesday, uh, the stocks are rising, believe it or not. Finally, today is Dress in Blue Day. She wore blue. 
the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, to to prevent the spread of the coronavirus, experts are advising people to wash their hands. Now, to do it correctly, you need to wash your hands for 20 seconds, the same length as singing happy birthday twice. Uh, Steve, we'll get tired of singing happy birthday. So do you have a short list of songs we can sing for about 20 seconds? So the coronavirus people say that you should wash your hands for 20 seconds. Uh And that's the equivalent to singing happy birthday twice. Two times. Uh-huh. Yeah, they told us that at church on Sunday. Happy birthday to you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know how you are about music. What you going to so. say? 20 seconds. Lean on me. Uh. <laughs> when you're not Why are you strong, washing your hands? I love you, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I'll help you carry on. I never know. Whoa. It won't Whoa. be I'm gonna need somebody to lean on. Lean on, on me. I'm on, Mr. That's 20 Clark. seconds mm-hmm. right there. That's, okay. that's that's a good hand washing song. How about this uh-huh. one? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Grandma's hands <laughs> clapped in church on Sunday morning. Grandma's, Grandma's hands used to ache sometimes and swell. Grandma's, Grandma's hands, Lord, they really came in handy. She'd say, <laughs> Billy, don't you run so fast. Might uh-huh. fall on a piece of glass. Might be snakes stay in that grass. Grandma's hands. I love the moaning. I love that. Mm-hmm. You got to be at the moan, sir. Uh-huh. <laughs> no diggity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You got another one? That's Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. You don't want the coronavirus, do you? I sure do. Better sing it. You this Christmas, and as we trim the tree, how Wash. much fun is gonna be together? This Christmas, fireside blazes. Clean you, clean, clean yourself. Sing it, Steve. And this Christmas. We'll be hands clean going out the house. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's way better than singing some damn happy birthday. He gonna go loud. All right, Steve. Again, because I <laughs> never, ever <laughs> felt this way in All right, my heart before. 34 minutes after. Oh, oh, we'll talk about Joe Biden, the comeback love. kid. Right after this. Take us out, Steve. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so in trending political news, Joe Biden proved to be the comeback kid with big, big victories. Biden is now in a position to challenge Bernie Sanders for the Democratic nomination. Uh, Uh Biden is ready. Take a listen to this. I'm here to report we are very much alive. mistake about it. This campaign will send Donald Trump packing. 
I like it. Yeah. All right. That's what we want. And uh, Bernie Sanders is optimistic as well. Take a listen. We are going to defeat Trump because we are putting together an unprecedented grassroots, multi-generational, multi-racial movement. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, and Bloomberg is out too, by the <laughs> Bloomberg way. Bloomberg is uh, out. <laughs> yeah. Elizabeth Everybody ought to be out of Bloomberg. Has tried to hang in. Come on, Elizabeth. I've said <laughs> this from the very beginning. Yes, you have. I t- from the very beginning, I've told you who wasn't going to be in there. And they need to come on out because it's March. We got to get unified if you want to remove Donald Trump. You've got to be unified because the Republicans are unified. Elizabeth Warren, just come on. It's all right. You ran a great race, girl. Mm-hmm. You was outstanding. You you won some debates. All that. Come on. It's over. Give your money and your damn delicates. You don't like Bernie Sanders. Give that to Biden. Bloomberg give all his to Biden. Globachoff. Mm-hmm. Global Amy Glover gave Char. her to Biden. <laughs> Buttigieg. Sound like a Russian. Yeah, like a Russian. He said Global Char. Buttigieg gave his to Biden. Everybody going to get us. Anybody going to get Bernie old ass? Nothing. Listen to me. Donald, when you hear Donald Trump say the Democrats are treating Barry Sanders very unfairly, you know why? Right. Because he wants the candidate to be Bernie Sanders. Because if Bernie Sanders is the Democratic candidate, we are all but handing this back to Donald Trump. Because Donald Trump is going to scare the nation with the term socialist. Just like he scared them Mm -hmm. with the wall, with immigration, just like he scared them with talking about anti-abortion. He scares them with everything. The economy. He, He used fear. He's going to take that fear rhetoric and ram it down our throats with Bernie Sanders. Now, I like Bernie Sanders' ideas, but can I tell you something? He is doing like all politicians. He is promising something that he cannot pass. America is built on capitalism. It is not built on socialism. And people in the House going to be going, okay, so that's what this means. This is what this means. Let me ask you, because this is a team guy. If you work for something, do you want what you've earned? Yeah, yeah of course. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That goes without yeah. saying. That goes without saying, Steve. Yes. And we don't get paid what we deserve. None of us do. Absolutely not. <laughs> so how about this, then? How about everybody just make the same thing? Nope. What? Not interested. Hell no. <laughs> See, that's what they're going to shape up socialism to be. Because socialism is tied to communism. Communism is is tied to Russia. It's tied to Cuba. They're going to run that down our throat, man. And he's to the left, extremely to the left. And what he's saying is good for a lot of people and for the masses who are underprivileged. But if you have any aspirations of becoming privileged, that's a scary conversation, man. That's what I think that Donald Trump is going to use if it's Bernie Sanders. 
Biden is our only chance. And that's why why he wants to run against Bernie Sanders. (laughs) Coming up next, Nephew here with today's prank phone call right after this. Bless up, it's DJ Khaled. You already know what time it is, your boy DC Young Flag. Hi, my name is Carlos Miller, and I'm Chico Bean. Hey, this is Kevin Hart. Hold tight. The Nephew has another prank call coming up next. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's today's Strawberry Letter. My subject for today, stuck between two women that I love. It's not what you think, though. It's not what you think, huh? Shirley. Yes. Can I say something? Yes. That my opinion about politics is just my opinion. Everybody is free to think whatever you want. Now, I just want when people listen to me. Steve's in here talking about he don't like, so he gonna vote. No, no, no. You have your right to your opinion. I don't speak for the morning show. I was just talking for Steve. That's what you want to say that, right? Thank you. Okay. All right. <laughs> you're Steve Harvey and you approve this message. All right, here we go. Uh, nephew. You got one vote. Yeah. Oh, I'm about to speak for just ugly like- people. I mean, uh, not ugly people. I'm about to speak. No, no. You said it, you said it right. Inside, you know, boy. I'm and not. It just came out. I'm speaking for stupid people. Not no, no. You said you're Nuh-uh. speaking you said for ugly. ugly people. Now, now that was Tommy, a mistake. That was a mistake. The fact that you have a combination, <laughs> that ain't our fault. I don't have no you're stupid and ugly. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mm-mm. you speaking for stupid people right now. Just coming okay. out of an ugly person. Girl Scout cookies <laughs> is the stupid prank. Not ugly, just stupid. Let's go. Hello, my teacher. Who's this? Hey, um, how you doing, man? My name is Glenn, man. I work in uh, I work in Building Two. You work for Media, right? Yeah. What, what what's going on? So uh, we probably met a couple times. Uh, do you have a girl? You have a girlfriend? Uh, why? What's up? Do you guys do you guys live together or or what? What is this your business? Like, what what what's what's the deal? What's, what's, why are you asking about my girl? Well, let me ask you this here: what's 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 going on with you and at the job? Uh, I what what do you, what do you mean? What's going on with like like? I mean, so, I mean, you you know you know right? I mean, so what? Like, what what's what's the deal? What what who who are you? Like, who the, who the are you? Like, what's 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 the what what is this for? Like, why you? Like, I don't even know you, bro. Right, right. Like, I, 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 just calm down, bro. Just calm down. Like I say, my name is Glenn. I work at Gilda, too. You know, and I know, I'm just telling you now, I know you. Got, I know what you and doing, okay? I know what y'all doing at the job. I already know, and a couple other people know what's going on. And I know you got a girl. I know you got a girl at home. I know that. What so, so so what 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 the f- what what is this about? Like why why you call my phone trying to harass me about some bull? Like who are you? Like what 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 is your problem? Like hey man hey 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 calm down man. I ain't finna, I ain't trying to tell you a little secret or nothing like that. I ain't trying to do that. All right, but I but but I'm gonna be real with you. Okay, I like I said, you know, I got one of your names. I got your number from one of our coworkers. Okay, I got your number. I said hey, I want I want to give. In the car, I need to talk to him about something. That's how I got your number. So oh, yeah, who gave it to you? I, 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 we'll get to that later. Okay, we'll get to that later. But let me, but let me say this though. I know what's going on with you and to the guy. All right, and I ain't gonna say nothing about it. You know, that's just our little secret or whatever. But I do have something that I want you to do though. What, what do you want, dude? Like, what, what, what the do you want? You call me bugging me about and 
all this bull like what do you want what do you want well here it is man listen I ain't gonna say nothing about what you got going on. I that ain't that ain't even I don't even care about that. But here here's what I do want you to do. I do need some help from you. All right? Listen, my little girl is selling Girl Scout cookies. And I want you to buy fifty boxes of them, all right, with via Cash App because she gotta have them sold by tomorrow morning. Are you kidding me? Bro, you okay, so you on some blackmail bull and listen, dude, who the gave you my number because you gonna call me ask me to buy some cookies and you you should just be a man and ask me about it like don't be calling my phone trying to give me that bull like come on man like I, I ain't got no time for this like all i'm asking you to do is buy some damn cookies man that's it you know what i'm saying I, I just, I, I, i'm just saying i just want you to buy some cookies i need you to buy 50 boxes of girl scout cookies can you do that no. or not no, 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 no. You ain't gonna call and try to manipulate me into buying like your 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 talking and you trying to make me buy. So I ain't gonna do nothing for you. You disrespecting me, calling my phone, trying to act like you like just trying to manipulate. I ain't down with that, bro. I ain't down. Okay, well let me let me ask you. So you you don't want to buy my cookies though. So do you want me to call your your girl and see if she'll buy my cookies? Bro, you better stay the f away from my girl, man. Like, don't don't f come near her, okay? You don't call her, you don't come near her, you don't come near me. You just need to get the f out of here. I'm about to start 69 this f figure out who you are and come right after you, man. Like, because I ain't playing, bro. I ain't playing. Okay, so I'm, 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 I'll tell you what, man. I ain't going to argue with you. I ain't going to argue with you. But I, I'll get off the phone right now. I'll get off right now. And I'm going to yeah, you call your girl. I'm going to call your girl and see if you want to no. buy some cookies. No. No, 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 no. You ain't called nobody. You you just get, you, you get, I swear to God, I'm going to find out who you are. I'm going to find out who gave you that number. I'm going to call you up. Like, you don't, you don't call me trying to harass okay. me. Okay, hey, man, hey, hey, you know what, Adrian? Cool. We're still talking about it, all right? I'm going to get the right. phone like you. So, so, so I'll get off the phone like you want me to, Adrian. I'll do that. But let me, let me ask you this, though. Let me ask you this, though. You sure you want me to call you sure you want me to do that? Right? Isn't that, isn't that her name? Man, you up an individual. All right, look, how much are these cookies? How much you want? Hey, man, hey, man. Tommy told me you would buy the cookies. Tommy? Yeah. Tommy told me you would buy the cookies. Tommy? Tommy? Hey, man. Hey, man, check this out. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your co-worker... Got me to pray phone call you. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 my God. I'm going to kill him. Damn. Bro. I was so stupid, bro. Oh, God. Listen, listen. So, listen, Adrian, we have, beeped, we have beeped all the names so nobody knows the names at all, okay? You're good, bro. You're good. <laughs> all right, man. And I, mm, you got me. Oh God, I'm a, I'm a go. I'm a taking that man. I I just used up all my energy. I'm done. Oh God, like. Hey, what you got? I I am gonna f you up, man. I can't believe you got me on this for real. Tell me this, man. One more thing before we go, H. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvard Morning Show, man, which is what he's got playing every morning. 
Kill me, bro. <laughs> and there you have it. Okay. Now was that was that yeah. nice and yeah. stupid? Was it nice and stupid? Very. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you. Very. Play too much. Very. Wasn't nothing yeah. ugly about it. Just stupid. That's it. Mm-hmm. Them two don't have to join together. They don't need each other. It's a, it's a oh, tough combination goodness. to live with though. You got to ugly and stupid. That. Yeah, you got to do that. If 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 someone had that, yeah, it, that'd be a tough combination. I don't have that. Yeah, I don't have yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I'm got gonna it. be pretty. You got it. I'm gonna you be sexy it, and pretty. Break. Now, I'm gonna be sexy and pretty in Dothan this weekend, <laughs> but I'm gonna be stupid at the pretty. same time. Sexy, yes, pretty. Pretty stupid in Dothan this Saturday. Okay, watch me. Have you ever seen yourself? I will not be ugly for you, Uncle. I will not be ugly. (laughs) Somebody, all right. Thank you, nephew. Take a picture of him from the side and send it to him. Please. (laughs) Thank you, nephew. Up next, (laughs) strawberry letter subject stuck between two women that I love. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Before we get to the strawberry letter, guys, please, uh, this is just a reminder to please pray for and help our neighbors in Nashville. Various organizations are collecting donations after uh, they had that deadly tornado a few days ago. Our Nashville home station, 1011thebeat.com, uh, you can go there for a list of organizations, including the Salvation Army, United Way, and the American Red Cross, to see how you can help. And you're in our prayers, as always. Okay, um, time now for the, today's Strawberry Letter. Uh, if you need advice on relationships, on work, sex, parenting, dating, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. That's very important that you click that, okay? We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Subject, (laughs) Tommy, subject, (laughs) stuck between two women that I love. Uh, Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been married to my lovely wife for eight years and we have three children. My wife is great and we have a normal marriage and enjoy each other and enjoy uh, each spending time with each other. Um, When my wife and I started dating, my siblings loved her, but my mom tolerated her. When we decided to get married, my wife told me that she could tell my mom was not happy about it. Um, I blew it off and thought everything would be fine. Well, it's not fine, and I feel bad for my wife. My mom has had some health issues and can't live alone right now. She couldn't stay with my brother because he is single and he's always on the go. My sister wouldn't let my mom live there because they're like oil and water most of the time. So my mother has been living with us. I love my mom, but recently I have seen with my own eyes how hateful she is to my wife. I've overheard her talking to my wife like she's stupid and criticizing how my wife takes care of our house and our children. I could not believe it when I first heard it and witnessed it because she is all sweet and innocent when I'm around. 
My mother doesn't know that I am onto her and her evil ways, but I have to put my foot down and tell her how to stop. Uh, tell her to stop mistreating my wife. I am stuck in the middle of two women I love dearly. I don't know how to tell my mom to chill out, but if I don't do it soon, I feel like my wife will end up putting hands on my mom. Just kidding. My wife is not like that. Uh, but my mom's mouth is so disrespectful. Stephen Shirley, I may have to put my mother out of my house. How can I fix this? Well, if it comes to that, that may be what you have to do. Uh, and I got to tell you, you're not stuck in the middle. You're not stuck. You're just looking at it that way. Um, I, I got that your mom and everything, but your responsibility, husband, is to your wife first. Uh, even your siblings, her own children, don't want to be bothered with your mom. And uh, she's really out of order doing it in you and your wife's home, telling her she doesn't like the way she takes care of her children or the house. I, I just, you know, she's doing it in your wife's face right under your nose. I, I just think, husband, it is time for you to step up. You're going to have to. Uh, you have all the evidence you need. You said you saw it and you heard it. Um, uh, you heard your mom with your own ears. OK, what more evidence do you need? You you you, <laughs> you can't say that your wife is exaggerating. You can't say that your wife is lying on your mom. Any of that. Um your my your 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 mom changes in front of you. You say, and she's all sweet and innocent. Well, I suggest that uh, you tape your wife on uh, your mom on the cell phone or when they are talking. How your mom talks to your wife. I I say you secretly take her tape her on the cell phone and replay it for her. And uh, to me, that's how you deal with it. You needed a way to deal with it. That's how you show your mom you have the evidence right here. You do it all respectfully, of course. I mean, after all, it is your mom. I hope after she sees herself on tape treating your wife like that, I hope this anyway, that uh, she'll see how hateful she is towards your wife. And maybe this will bring about a healing and a forgiveness in your family. That's what you need, um, you know, for your mom to admit that she's wrong. And uh, to ask your wife for forgiveness. And you said your wife isn't like that. It sounds like your wife is really nice. She'll forgive her. So see how that works for you. Tape it and play it back for your mom. Steve? Uh, I don't know, Shirley. I can't, I like what you said. I, I don't know. Um, this, this is a spot. And a lot of people don't know how this spot is. But the first woman that a boy ever falls in love with is his mother. That goes on throughout his life. Most boys will protect a mother to the death. I mean, so, and he now has a wife that he absolutely loves. They've been married eight years. They got three beautiful kids. Him and his wife, kids, and the, him and his wife love spending time together. So, okay, we got a problem now because he's stuck, he feels, between two women that he loves. But Shirley made a great point. You are not stuck. Dog, there is no middle here. Now, young man, or however old you are, I don't know how old you are, but dog, there is no middle here. It is very simple. The priority for you in your life now is not your mother. It is your wife. You took vows to your wife. You promised to leave all others and cleave only unto her. Your mama is a trip. <laughs> Dog, your mama is a trip, man. Your other sister, your brother bachelor, so he can't have mama up in here blocking. 
I know mama got some health issues and we need to pray about that. But your brother couldn't let your mama move in because he a player. Mama up in the house blocking. Your sister won't let the mama move in with the health issue because they don't get along. You know why I don't get along? Because your mama is a trip, dog. Yes. <laughs> All right, I'm come back. I'm going to tell you the truth, player. I ain't trying to talk about All your right. mama nothing. I'm just going to tell you she a trip. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject stuck between two women that I love. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject stuck between two women that I love. Yeah, here this man been married eight years to this woman. They got three beautiful kids. He loved a girl. They have a great time together. Even before they got married, the siblings was okay with her, but your mama never really approved, okay? Never really approved of it. So your mama, in essence, don't like your wife, your selection, who you're very, very happy with. You know, your mama can be wrong. Now, your mama done fell on some health issues. <clears throat> your brother can't take care of her because he a player. Your mama can't be up in here blocking. I'm in here running them. I got things to do. I got these girls coming over tonight. You in there cooking greens. We don't want to smell no greens in this house. <laughs> some incense. I got mama. I got some things going on. I got Lexus. I'm on. Lexus, turn off the lights. You in here got the lights on, playing church music. I'm in the back banging, and you up in here playing Mighty Clouds of Joy out of Mississippi, third version of the hour. My mama can't stay here. Now, your uh-uh. sister don't want it in the house because you say in your own words, your sister and your mama is like oil and water. You know why that? Because your mama tripped, dog. Now, I ain't going to talk about your mama because I don't let nobody talk about my mama. But your mama tripping. Now, your mama is tripping with your wife. You done heard her with your own ears. See, you knew your wife was complaining about it, but then you heard her talking to her disrespectfully. I don't know why your fat ass can't keep this house clean. Oh, whoa. Wow. Look at He's these kids the in here, hair all wow. over their head. They look hungry. The little baby got dirty diaper on and sitting up in here. Well, excuse oh. me, I've been at work and I just got and kids get dirty from time to time. Well, you need to do a better job and you ain't cooking. I didn't even want this to eat. Well, see, what's going to have to happen is, dog, if you don't step in here, your girl going to tighten up. Now, Shirley, I'm going to give you a reenactment yes, in yes. a second, y'all. I want you to be the mother complaining about certain things, and I'm going to be his wife checking the mama. <laughs> but first of all, let me tell you something. You done heard mm-hmm. your mother has been living with y'all and heard her uh, seen it with your own eyes, how hateful she is to your wife. You overheard her talking to your wife like she's stupid and criticizing how my wife take care of the house and our children. I could not believe it when I first heard it and witnessed it because she's sweet and innocent when you around. Because your mama's a trip, man. I told you. <laughs> now, I know uh, does she don't know that I'm on to her. It's time for you. Mama, you can't talk to her that way. This is my wife. I got to put my foot down so you can get out the middle. 
and she got to stop mistreating your wife. This your wife house, man. Ain't nobody want, ain't no woman want, wanting to come home having to walk around the house. Your wife is the queen of the castle. I don't know if you know it or not, but it's not the king of the castle that kind of has the biggest vote. <laughs> it's the queen, partner. As a matter of fact, Thank the queen you. on the chessboard is the most powerful piece. I got news for you, partner. You, sir, are creating a dilemma for yourself if you don't come to your wife's aid. Because that's who you live with. Now, your mama need to go somewhere. <laughs> now, I, ain't, I don't know how much money you got, but a small, you know, a room somewhere, a, a, a studio apartment, a efficiency, you know, let the bed down at the wall, one room. Well, she can go over there with her evil ass by herself. Mm-hmm. But you got to get your mama out your house before she ruined your home. ASAP. That's right. Now, ASAP. Shirley, I want you to complain yes. as her mother, and I'm going to show you how your wife could check her. Oh, I'm in this bed, honey, and when's the last time you changed these sheets? You're in this bed because your fat ass don't move around enough. Ooh. <laughs> well, I'm sick, and I think you should take better care of me. I don't like that soup you brought me last night, by the way. You, you see didn't like the soup. You the like everything stand. else you didn't eat. That's why your big ass <laughs> got diabetes, and that's why you're over here now, because they finna take your foot. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just telling you how your wife can check her. Go ahead, say it again. Yeah. And why don't you clean up that nasty bathroom in there? Why don't I, don't I clean up that, that nasty bathroom? Because you coming yes. in here, and I'm trying to run your ass off. <laughs> and them little snotty-nosed kids, they used to be cute. But them now... Them snotty-nosed kids uh, is and, in here sick because of your fat, sick ass <laughs> in here got everything. They wasn't sick till you moved in. <laughs> All these old-ass like germs walking around this house. Old germs. Your- I don't like the way you... You, you got this bedroom arranged. The bed needs to be over there by the window so I can see outside and see what's going on. Why is it over here uh, next to the closet? I don't understand. What is you worried about where what the bed kinda... is at for? You want to look out the window what, so you can get in their business too? <laughs> Leave my damn neighbors alone. <laughs> and I don't like this hardwood floor in here. I need a carpet because when I get out the bed, I want to step mm-hmm. on something nice and warm and soft. The reason Not we got hardwood, hardwood floors. floors is because we know you got bad feet. And we want to <laughs> wear them down till you move. We're not putting no carpet in this house because old people make the carpet smell old. Wow. <laughs> and it's too, too many mirrors that's, in this house. Don't good. you all know that's what you good. look like? What's the matter? You keep scaring like yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that one, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And please don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour from the talk, our girl Cheryl Underwood. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, Carla's reality show update. But right now, Steve, please introduce our girl from the talk. Ladies and gentlemen, Cheryl Underwood. Thank you, Steve Harvey. And we did it, baby. Don't call it a comeback. Joe Biden did his thing on Super Tuesday. Don't hate. Congratulate. The youngins that Bernie Sanders was dependent on stayed home playing PlayStation and being on social media. Now, listen, just because people 
people come to your little event don't mean they coming to vote that's right we did our thing blackradiosolidarity.com we did our thing bloomberg is out and he is endorsed biden everybody that's out is getting ready to endorse biden now warren i'm that's gonna need right. you to listen i can't confirm it shirley scarberry but i was at the nail salon <laughs> And one of the ladies doing my nails in her language <laughs> uh-huh. said that Elizabeth Warren is out. So I think they would know in before language, we would know. In her language. <laughs> so, because I know the language. I know everybody. Like, I, I speak uh, with the Tagalog, with the Filipino people. I speak enough Spanish to, to understand what's going on. I got to learn language because I got to ear hustle on other people when they talking about what's happening. The democracy was defended. And I want to shout out to Jill Biden when the, when the protesters rushed the state. Did you see uh-huh. Jill Biden yes. elbow push him off his thing? <laughs> now that's a first man. lady right there. Protect her man. Life, she bought <laughs> that life. She had quick hands, Carla. She yeah. had quick hands yes. on that. Yes. Listen to me. This was a great day. And listen, Bernie Sanders, you still doing your thing. But what we need is Tom Steyer and uh, Mayor Bloomberg to put all their money behind Biden. Money. Now everybody gonna say, uh uh-uh, uh, uh uh, don't do that. No. What we show was the black vote meant something. And Michael Moore, when he said South Carolina don't count, it counted. And it gave Joe Biden the momentum that he needed. South and Carolina. he won Texas. That's right. Don't play with mm-hmm. us. Junior, you know you excited <laughs> yeah. right now. You excited right I now. Am. Why are you excited? Why are you excited, Junior? Why are you excited? Because oh, we talking? Because we talking? Yeah. <laughs> What's it got to do with Biden? Yeah, that too. Stay focused, Junior. That too, Stay, sure. focused. Stay, stay focused. Stay focused. But see, me and Junior are happy together. So me and Junior should go out and celebrate. You know, get some good catfish, some fried fish. He you know, said he wanted fries. to do that a couple of days ago, too. Did, sure. I, he said Tommy, that. when you told me that, man, listen to me. Yeah. I started fasting and praying and doing sit-ups <laughs> and not eating any salt. So I won't be bloated oh, with me and Junior. This is a great day. He and Junior, we did. We turned up the turnout. Me and Junior did it. He don't. He don't want no bloated woman, Shirley Strawberry. So that's right. Have not, cause he asked this not. He didn't have to ask for it. He was. He was gonna get it anyway. He was gonna get it. We appreciate you, Cheryl. Thank you. Coming up next, we're gonna switch gears and go to Carla's reality update at the top of the hour. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Tommy. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's get it. She is here. It is Carla Farrell with what? Reality Update. All right. Thank you, nephew. Here we go, guys. Real Housewives of Atlanta. Drama, drama, drama. Listen, Kenya told Cynthia that she and her husband, Mark, were having issues. Boy, are they ever. He can't stand her. Anyway, Kenya and her husband, Mark, they hosted a charity mentoring event, if you will. It was a fundraiser type giving back event. And it was a lot of drama preparing for this event from who was invited, the venue, the speakers, the seating charts. Uh, what were they going to wear? A lot of drama. So first thing, Cynthia noticed that it was rude that Kenya's husband, Mark, didn't even holler at 
her fiance Mike when they first got there. Mike is the MC of yeah. the event, so Cynthia was like, "What's up mm-hmm. with Mark?" Then mm-hmm. Mark asked Eva's husband to speak about being adopted, his childhood, right there on the spot, and Eva was like, "Well, dang, you want to give somebody some notice if you want them to talk like that." <laughs> and then mm-hmm. Mark was very cold acting toward his wife Kenya. He didn't even publicly thank her at the event. No. It was just. It was really, really awkward and just uncomfortable to watch. But yeah, then Marlo, I'm going to <laughs> which, have to save her. You're going to have to save Kenya. Well, you're going to have to. I'm Marlo, have to. she arrived time, late. Wait, you what, Steve? What you guys say? Junior, you ain't got that kind of time. Cheryl Underwood. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, talking yes, you got Cheryl, <laughs> I know. Uh, and then, and then, Ed too brute. Yes, he did. Man. Uh, let me uh, finish this real quick, though. Let me tell you guys. So Marlo, she arrived late at the uh, event with her nephews, and she was upset about the seating arrangements. Kenya's attitude was like, you're late, and then you're bringing plus two, so how are you going to be mad about where you're sitting? But Mark disagreed with his wife, Kenya, and was happy that Marlo showed up to the event with her nephews because he was like, it's a mentoring event. So, you know, they're never on the same team. Well, then towards the end of the episode, Mark was over it. He was going off on the production team. It appeared that he did not like the cameras rolling and filming his entire event. He went off. Mark said he was sick of the show, sick of them filming the event, and he was sick of Kenya's bodyguard, and I think he's sick of her. Someone asked him Mm -hmm. how did he like being married to Kenya. He said he hated it. He said he hated being married to her. Yes. So now, according to <laughs> that ain't, at the I can end, tell you how, right now, what, that, this but how horrible what, was that though? Was that yeah, to say that was it awful. was awful? Well, yeah. well, he shouldn't awful. say that publicly. He, that no. was terrible, Steve. He, he did. It was wrong so disrespectful. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I feel bad he was for foul. Kenya. I, I really do. Yeah, he was. Yeah, she was there supporting her husband and went all out. And he was just, he was real foul with what he said and how he said it. So it seems to be at the end of this particular episode that day, because, you know, this was obviously filmed in advance, they filed for separation the very next day. So Mm -hmm. to this day, Kenya and Mark are still separated and they are just trying to co parent together with their beautiful little girl. You don't have to file. So cute. I can tell you that. What is their issue, though? he don't uh, like her. I That's think, the I, issue. Well, I I think he hates her. I mean, it's, is probably pretty much. If some, if you ask a man, how do you feel being married to the person you're married to, and he says, "I hate it." I hate it. I want you to know well, he, something he about hell. hell. I hate hell. it yeah. means I mm. hate her. <laughs> he hates everything mm. about it. No. Mm-hmm. If, if a, if yeah, a man, so why did he marry her? How do you feel about me? Well, he didn't. He didn't know what he was. Nobody knows what marriage is until you get in it. Mm-hmm. Nobody mm-hmm. knows that. Well, me and Kenya going to can, can the church say amen? <laughs> amen. 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 Amen to it's that. It's work. Marriage is work. It, yeah. it is work. It but is. This, this was horrible. He doesn't like her. He doesn't want to be married to her. And that was very obvious on this particular episode. We could talk more about it. We're running out of time on social media at Lips by Carla. And we'll be back at 20 after. Yep, with more questions for the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, Steve, can you bring the chief love officer in, please, the CLO? Uh, we have another question from him. This is from Marshall in Tampa. Oh, oh the CLO, this one he says, stay with me. Yeah, that's really Steve. Okay, because <laughs> you know how you and your characters are, you know. Hello, Steve. It says, I have been with my man for 15 years, and around Christmas he told me he was ready to get married. So we picked out a $4,000 ring, and I bought it for myself. I posted it all on my Facebook page that he had finally put a ring on it. A few days later, my man said he felt rushed and called the whole thing off. He said he still wants to date me and we will get married soon. What is soon? Should I walk away from him? some time. That's really all it is. You're just buying some time. You know, just buying When he told you he wanted to get married, he didn't say now. He was buying time with the I want to get married statement. Y'all been dating for buy 15 <laughs> years. She bought the ring. 15 <laughs> years. You jumped the gun, <laughs> bought a $4,000 ring and posted it. He didn't buy you a ring. He just said he wanted to get married. He did not make the two things you need to go with I want to get married. It's three things. When, to who, Mm-hmm. And he didn't say you. Mm. We'll have more with the chief love officer, our CLO, Steve Harvey, coming up at 33 minutes after the if hour, the right chief, after what this. Am I? What am I if he the chief? I don't understand. You're what not I'm in this. You the fool. <laughs> Prankster. King of pranks. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are with our chief love officer, Steve Harvey. Wait, Shirley, hold on. Uh, wait, wait, wait. If, if he what, the chief love this? officer... What am I? Yeah. I got to be something. <laughs> nah. Mm, tell you ain't me. nothing, dog. You ain't nothing. <laughs> I'm something. Let me tell you what you <laughs> is. You the king of pranks. Yeah. You, uh-huh. you, the, you the prince of st- st- stupidity. Uh, you Project. own tools. Are you stuttering You a right stand-up now? comedian. Check. And then and? Uh, stuff like that. He's, you, nobody's ever written in to ask you a love question. You have nothing I to do with being the question. CLO. But wait a minute, Steve. He is the host of Ready to Love on OWN. Don't forget that. He's the host yeah. of Ready to Love, not How to Love. <laughs> that's the same thing, ain't it? No, it ain't. It's stupid. No, no. Your show is about people that's already ready to love. <laughs> All right, so Steve. I'm about to ask this you question... how to love. <laughs> this question for you was from Marcelle in Tampa. She said she's been with her man for 15 years around Christmas. He told her he was ready to get married. So they picked out a $4,000 ring and she bought it for herself, posted it on her Facebook fa- page saying she finally he finally put a ring on it. Then days later, her man said he felt rushed, called the whole thing off, and said he still wants to date her, and uh, we will get married soon, is what he said. She wants to know, what is soon, and should she walk away? And Tommy said that I agree. He bought some time. He bought some time when he said he was almost ready to get married. He bought some time then. You jumped the gun, bought a $4,000 ring, posted it. Now, he say he rushed and called the whole thing off. Because he didn't ask you to marry him. And then I told you before, the three things missing with that almost ready statement was when, mm-hmm. to who, and he did not say to you. So now she wants mm-hmm. to know, should I stay with this? Well, you're 15 years. 15 Ooh, That's a long years. time. And you bought your own ring? Whew. That's tough. 
Yeah. yeah. That's, that's your own yeah. ring, man. So that's, now, that's here's the question. $4,000. About should I right. stay? Here's what women do. Women say, well, I done put 15 years in. I don't want it to be for nothing. You have nothing. Yeah. You just have 15 years of something you don't want. What you what you do want, he's not willing to give. So the simple question, I've said this 100 times and the band's repeating. Do you walk away? That's up to you. But if you stay, do you want 15 more years of this? Because nothing's mm-hmm. changed. And he's right. not going to change. He's been talking about getting married for the longest, 15 years. She mm. needs to go. So you have to make up that decision for yourself. All right. Uh, we'll be back with our last break of the day and some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 Minutes After, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are, our last break of the day. It's, it's been the a good last day. break of the day. Yes, it is. And it's been a good day. We've had fun today. Oh, yes, we have. Yeah. And Carl is back. It's all good in the hood. Yeah. Yeah. Carl is back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy has... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I feel so bad for you, man, because... I ain't you know, ugly. Got, uh, no, I'm going to tell you. I'm see, like, damn, dog. I'm you know, not I'm ugly. Defensive, I'm a man. Tommy. Dog, dog, I got ready to say I feel so bad for you because you got a great career working and everything. But and I don't have focus. an ugly career, though. I have a nice, sexy career that's happening. Wow. <laughs> hey, man. God, I, I, I'm tripping because I'm actually trying to pay you a compliment. I know, but you're going to put me. ugly on the end of it, though, ain't you? Okay, Damn go ahead. Let's see how Let's see how. Let me get some how it goes. You know it's a movie no, about his life, no. Insecure. You know I, that. It's mm. a movie. Mm. Up, Shirley. And, and why is people insecure? <laughs> What's the number one reason? They ugly. That pe- Come on, Junior. Shut up, Junior. The number they one ugly. reason why people are insecure is what, Junior? Because they ugly. That's the Tell number me. one reason for security. Insecurity. Love you. Whatever. And if you're short, I mean, like you a troll. Uncle Steve. <laughs> you come that on troll, with that gnome ugly. A troll? <laughs> I'm a troll now? <laughs> Come on, Steve. He said you got that troll. See, I didn't say troll, you was Steve. a troll. I said if you short and ugly, that's like a troll. Then he said, I'm a troll. You remember when my father told you, Tommy, you remember when uh, grandfather told you that if you keep talking, he going to make you stand outside and hold the lantern? <laughs> he a, oh, he a gnome. <laughs> shut up, Junior. He was going to put Tommy in a jockey suit <laughs> and make him hold a lamp outside. <laughs> oh, God. My mama was at party, and the church people was what? coming over, and they said uh-huh. so they'll know the house. My daddy said he was going to put Tommy in a <laughs> jockey suit on and have him stand out on the steps and hold a lamp. Steve, I'm sure this is not going to go with your closing, so cut it. Not not at all. All right, I'm sorry. All right, right, let's go. Here's the closing remarks today. I'm sorry, y'all. But it was fun. Uh, (laughs) Listen, you know. uh, Crazy. Shut up, Jim. This is a big church party. Um, I think a lot of times, man, uh, those of us who are people of faith, we often ask God for certain things. And in waiting for it, we get tired. And I'm the same way. 
uh, it's, it's some things that I've been talking to God about for a while, and it, it just doesn't seem to be happening. But he has ways of doing it that's so high above our thinking level and our concept level that it actually could be happening. But because we are so focused on it not happening and not going the way we perceive it, that we don't even notice the things that he's actually doing on our behalf. And a lot of it is unbeknownst to us. See, man, faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. That is the essence of becoming successful. If you could see it, how hard would it be? It would be fairly simple. If you could see where the finish line was, there would be no need to get tired and stop. You know it's right there. Just keep going. It's just right there. But faith ain't set up that way. The finish line ain't set up that way. Your goals and dreams and visions are not set up that way. It is cloudy on your way to your dreams and visions. It is roadblocks on your way to your dreams and vision. It is detours on your way. It is peaks and valleys on your way. It is traps along the way. There are setbacks along the way. If it was a straight line from here to where you wanted to go, do you know how simple that would be? And if you could see it, how simple that would be. Listen to me, everybody. This is the concept of life for all of us. I don't care if your name is Bloomberg. I don't care if your last name is Zuckerberg. I don't care if your last name is Jordan or Woods. It doesn't matter. Your last name can be Winfrey. Do you understand that it is set up this way for everybody? You have got to be willing to fight through to get to the end. That is your success. And the biggest mistake we make, man, is we compare ourselves to other people. Man, you ain't going to ever be happy like that because there's always somebody with a bigger boat, a bigger car, a nicer watch, a bigger house. If you don't learn that in this process of life, that God is taking you through this journey. And if you can keep the faith, there is a bright side for you waiting for you. And a lot of times, you're actually in the middle of the sun coming up, but you don't see it because you keep turning around looking at the darkness. You don't even see the sun coming up over the hill because you keep turning around looking at your life in total darkness, man. Faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. Understand that, that that is for everybody. Keeping the faith is keeping the belief that God is on the way. As hard as it may seem, he always come and he ain't ever too late. He's never been too late. Those are my closing remarks. That's it. Hey, y'all have a great weekend, man. We're getting close. I'm getting on the plane. I'll see y'all tomorrow.
For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 